This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hardies, we're back. Today, we're talking all about uh, orphans. Babies and so much more with special guest Paul Greens. Grab your cookies. It's the Christmas special. Let's do it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes! Welcome back, Hardies. Back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing the When Calls the Heart, the greatest Christmas blessing. Christmas special. Here we go. Music. <laughs> Gotta let us well. Awesome! I'm your host, Marissa Serafini, and today we have a special guest, Paul Green. Hey, everybody. Nice to see you. And there's even James is visiting on yes. this video. James Lodge Jr. He's not here in studio, but he's joining us via Skype all the way from Pennsylvania. James, welcome back to the show. You guys, I'm here. I'm here in cold Pittsburgh. It's like 36 degrees right now and light rain, oh. but I am here. That is pretty cold. Here. Yeah. It's, it's good. To, it's good to see. I'm glad we're not going to miss your roaring laugh. <laughs> I know, Paul. I wish I was there next to you, laughing with you. I know. There's room. Yeah. There's room. <laughs> There's plenty of room, but we have plenty to talk about. It is the Christmas blessing, the the greatest Christmas blessing. I'm so yeah. excited. I'm so happy that you're back with us, Paul. Yes, it's nice to be here, and I, yeah. and uh, here I'm your first. Uh, project in the new year is that right yes you are my first uh-huh. after show this is that year you too james yes the first one I, this, is, this is my first one in six months actually oh so. wow wow there you go yeah. This, yeah so i'm very excited and it's my privilege it's the hardies yes of course we come back for for the hardies and for all of you and i see you in the live chat hello everyone thanks for joining us once again we have a lot to talk about so let's just get into it yes let's do it so then, you know, we start off the, the, the episode with Lillian and Grace that come to town, a wagon full of orphans, and they're all singing, how cute were they? Yes. Everyone. Yes. I mean, what, what says Hope Valley uh, and When Calls a Heart more than kids? And I wish there was more singing on the show, to be honest. Like, all of us can sing. We've talked about this many times. It's like we need a musical. <laughs> and the fans are asking for it. And so there's, I, it would require quite a bit of production, but... 
you know, I think we need to do a musical at some point. I think you can do it. James, do you agree with that? Oh, a musical episode completely. I'm right? like, I should totally, there's so much talent in your cast. You should totally do it. I'm all for it. They, they need to hire me to come up there and I'm going to join the episode as a background anything. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> it was anything. cute. I'll do anything in the background. It was very cute seeing those girls and, uh, and all the kids and, in Hope Valley fashion, just to see how everyone took care. Uh, even the kids got involved to take care of those orphans. And and that's what I love about the show is people are going to leave better than they were before they saw it. Inspired to be better people is what I like to think about. Absolutely. Show. The kids yeah. played an amazing part. The, the orphans and just the, the regular Hope Valley kids. And like You could just see the... The positive community that everyone, no matter what age you are, like had, and and the influence that they have on other people just to do good, especially around Christmas time, that that Christmas spirit. Yeah, I mean the whole town comes together, right? And everyone helps with the figgy pudding, and everyone just every. It's the way that they, that things are, and it's a utopian place to escape to. Yeah, <laughs> where everyone takes care of each other, and the odd villain comes in to mix things up. Right, I loved how they try to quote unquote escape through the Hope Valley route, but little did they know that there was a sheriff there as well. Um, because they're hiding a secret with this little orphan Millie. She's kind of like a stowaway. James, what were your thoughts on Millie? Well, it was funny. First, we had two things. First of all, one nice collection of diverse kids in that orphan group. Mm-hmm. It was very diverse. They're all diverse looking. I love that. <laughs> and number two, our Hope Valley kids, um, they're getting older. It's like, uh, did Javen like grow like ten inches? Like they're 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 all growing up. It's like wow, right yeah. before our eyes, we're seeing the kids grow up. Yeah, that's true. And his voice drops. His voice. Yes, it's like drop. amazing. But even like even little little Opal. I mean, they're they're all kind of getting older. They grow. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Growing up, I was like, this is really interesting. Um, I love the storyline. And so my question is, the Hardys are right out there, I don't know if anybody knows anything. Is this like part of the spinoff that's going to happen? Like is this? I mean, is this going to be like something that's going to happen later when this other thing comes out? Um, it felt like a great introduction, and it felt like it fit within the "When Calls the Heart." Brand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that that is is a part of it. I know that okay. that is the. Um, that was a cool sound. <laughs> that was <laughs> that like. Was. I realized that my Facebook Live they couldn't hear James or you. Oh, they no. could just hear me like talking to. So I just ended my Facebook Live. Um, that was the secondary but, audio, <laughs> right? Just noting via iTunes that was the ding was the secondary yeah. audio, oh, that, and they couldn't hear me. That's weird. That's right. <laughs> Everybody can hear me. Everyone can. They can feel you, James. <laughs> um, but that is it is a part of the spinoff. Those girls, the, the, okay. the two actors, are as far as I understand, things change. You know, but that's what I understand is what's going on. Right, and they mentioned it at the the Hardy's family reunion for. That just happened a couple okay. months ago. Is last time I saw you, Paul, where uh, they introduced Morgan Cohen and Jocelyn. That's right. Brianna. James wasn't there. He would know yeah, that. He wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I had health issues, but I but I'm glad to know that is because I'm already hooked. 
I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens. I want to follow them and know what happens. And yeah. so it really fit, but it fit within this episode. It was a great centerpiece for this episode. Yeah, I think so I yeah. as well. And yeah, little Millie was, uh, you know, trying to figure out if she could speak or if she couldn't speak or what was wrong with her and why, you know, um, that was a fun, she's a great little actress. I saw her on the good doctor as well. She's in, she, oh. if you watch the good doctor, you'll see every one of your hallmark, uh, <laughs> favorites guest starring on that show. Yeah, shoots in Vancouver, and all they just bring over tons of great actors to that show. That's good. I really enjoyed her because, for as little as she said, she still spoke a lot. She said a lot, you know, via body language, and you just felt for her also, especially with her and her sister Charlotte, and you know, just their storyline and having Gowan read to her multiple times throughout the episode. I was like, all right, Gowan. Yeah. It's nice to see a soft side of him. I think the, I think the Hardys are rooting to, for, for Gowan to be a good guy, you yeah. know? And it was really fun. Like, it's a lot of dialogue, but Martin Cumming got to read it. Like, he didn't have to memorize it. So it was like the dream, it was like the dream uh, monologue where you're, like, reading the story. And she was, she's really fun to work with. He was great to work with always as well. Some of my favorite days are with him and with and with um, Kevin. Yeah, and uh, Paul, can I ask you a question? That depends. <laughs> okay, well, you know, let's see. Let's just try and see what happens. Uh-huh. No, um, my my question to you is: uh, playing a doctor has that changed your view on the medical profession? I don't know if it's changed my view so much of the current medical um, profession, but it has. I didn't realize what they, how limited the medicine was before modern times. So that it really changed my perspective on and how lucky we are to where if something goes horribly wrong, that we have such a sophisticated system to handle it, where a cold or a flu could take someone out, and like you never know if someone left on their carriage if you're going to see them again, for real. Like, it wasn't just like, you know, bless your journey. It was like, I hope I see you again. (laughs) There's, you know, there's, this was right around when penicillin and there's a lot of, so it's it's fun to do the research. And it's, uh, I'm always obsessed with all things medical and health and nutrition and, and that, that stuff is, uh, so it's, it's been a fun character to look into and to understand what the limitations were around that time and some of the simplicity made things pretty they were very creative too wow wow yeah yeah and it's great seeing the the scene with you and and nurse faith um when you're examining millie to see if she has any physical disabilities that would wouldn't allow her to speak and and it just shows just how much your character carson has like really been like more dependent upon when it comes to a lot of health issues. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm the only doctor and slash vet in town. I mean, if there's a foul <laughs> that needs to be delivered, I'll go help with that. I mean, I guess the closest thing to a vet right. is a doctor, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, there is you know there's it's it was an interesting time where if you got hurt, you really you were you had to your life could be risk at at risk. It depends on how sick you were, right? Um, so it's it's fun to play with that for sure. Yeah, and you. And, I, and I just want to say back to Gowan really quick. You touched, you touched upon it just really quick about Gowan. Yeah, they, there's a whole redemption storyline because they they want to make him. They want to redeem him. I think the fans want to see it too. Oh, you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> oh, ooh, exciting! Such a tease. That's a tease. Uh, you, I you're it. you're hoping it. for a redemption story, are you? I am. I actually. I, I, I hope you it. get I, it. I want to. Ooh. 
I'm hoping for a redemption story. <laughs> I think all the Hardys know how much I'm against Gowan, but they give him a good storyline. He has to earn his way into my heart to get that redemption story. Is that going. right? Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. He's done a lot, a lot of shady stuff as a grown adult man. I'm like, mm, it's going to take a lot for you. Yeah. For me to like warm up to you a little bit, Colin. Well, it's 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 a new season. You may have a, a, many obstacles to overcome in, in your love, or it may be easy. I, I wish I could tell you. We'll see. We we'll see. I, I actually have a prediction. Oh, let's about, hear. It. Oh, but that's still predictions later at the end of the show. Oh, you have Stu- a tune in for that. Well, yeah, of course we do. Um, tune in for that. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy your your moments with Millie because you know she, Millie got to see just about everybody in the town. Really, yeah, she, yeah. she she got around. Look at that. It's true. She she had she had a lot of scenes and she had no lines. <laughs> no. <laughs> like what's the best gig ever? She's a fantastic little actress. Like I said on Good Doctor, she had this great little role and and also on our show when she did finally speak. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, what was also great was Sheriff Bill. Um, I, I love how he you know knew something was off. Like knew something wasn't really adding up. They had eight kids instead of seven. And then he, he does his duties, and then, unfortunately, we get Agnes McCutcheons all involved, and they try to take Millie away. And you can't take kids away. You can't separate them from family. We've seen this before when they try to take Cody away the first time. Like, no, it just, you know, it breaks your heart. Yeah, so I mean, they're siblings. Like, you don't separate siblings, and that's what they were arguing for, and... And it took her a while, but she finally came around. I mean, she was a great uh, antagonist, I thought, for a while there as well. And then, you know, we all wanted to wring her neck. And Bill, I don't know if you caught, there's a scene in the infirmary where she waits for Bill, for Jack Wagner's character, to open the door for her, as you must do in that day. And it was like Jack, Jack, uh, Bill, Bill reluctantly opens the door for her. It's, It's a funny little moment. I'm sure some people caught it. Oh yeah, because that, that that was the moment when uh, they were supposed to, he was supposed to bring Millie to her, and she's like, uh, he was like, oh no, she's at the saloon with at the feast, and then he had to open the door because right. she was just gonna go get her, her herself. But That's right. I have it in my notes, aka Miss Grinch. Miss Grinch. <laughs> Every Christmas but, needs a Grinch to remind us how lucky we are exactly, to have uh, exactly. festive times. But she warmed up near the end, and because I loved how she saw what Lillian and Grace were, were really doing for her. Yeah, it may not have been the best ideal way to go about it and how it all turned out, but the, the intentions were there, and I think Agnes saw that. Yeah. And saw you're, you're right, Marissa. It's, it's funny because it also, as I always say, I go, always go a little deeper, and why this show's so relatable is because it still relates to today when it comes to adoptions and orphans. And, I mean, it's like if there's, a, there's a protocol, so to speak, to handle these things, and there's some things that, you know, are beyond protocol. I just, it's very relatable. It's very relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I loved how the kids, the Hope Valley kids, and especially Cody. I mean, you, you have amazing scenes with, with Carter all throughout these seasons and in the past and in the future that we'll eventually see. But it just what what Cody did in this episode, and it was on his, his own terms that he wanted the orphans to have a good Christmas because he was in that position not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, and the kids came together and gave away their prized possession, which we saw them earn very difficultly to get that kite and then to give it mm-hmm. away. It was really sweet. Yeah, and even Opal gave away Brownie. Did not she see, did. Did not it's see crazy. that coming. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. James, what did you think of the children? I know you love them. I, you know, I love they 
the, the casting people at When Calls the Heart picks the, you know, I love the children. I'm a, such a fan of the children. And they just pick great people and great little actors to do these scenes. And I'm always moved, always moved. I mean, Cody's going to be like the mayor, future mayor of Hope Rally at some point. I mean, <laughs> we're hoping. Um, we're wonderful season Carter. 15 um, or season 18. Season, season 20, whatever. Yeah, how old that is. Yeah, he's going gonna, he's gonna to run the place. Um, but just, I mean, they just, they, they, when, I, when I saw Opal give away Brownie at the end, I was like, oh my goodness, she's, she's kind of passing. Brownie's been on the show for so long. I got I me mean, like, really? I felt a little something for him. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. That's very sweet, um, but buy brownie, I guess. Right. Um, would you? You, you wouldn't have given your brownie away, would you? James? No, I would have kept it. But it's very <laughs> sweet because it means that Opal is growing up. Yes. Opal thinks you. Oh, there and, you go. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a parent and a grandparent. It's always hard to watch you know the kids grow up. It's like, oh, they're growing up, and, mm-hmm. it's a, and I feel this way about the whole the Hope Valley kids. I feel that way completely about all of them. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's it's not Cody doing it. It's the writers, right, creating right. it. So right. it's uh, they've really pulled together an emotional. Like we all watched it together at Christmas, and my Kate, my lovely girlfriend, was like next to me, tearing up, and my friend Gina was there, and my mom, and it was like we had a big group watching it, and I was like, this is a really good episode. It was really, really tugged at the heartstrings, and. Right. And covered. I love that we got to go on a big adventure with horses in the woods, and I love I love having a horse on the show. Oh, yeah, are you a good horseback rider in real life? I oh. am. Yeah, I grew up around animals, and our neighbors had horses, and I led like uh, for Bible camp. I led our kids um, a couple years up into the Rocky Mountains on horseback. So okay. I've had a good amount of experience. I'm by no means a pro, and I still sometimes when they get moving, I have you have to really relax and find your groove but still tighten your thighs enough that you stay connected <laughs> and not grab the knot in front of you. So you look like yes. a beginner when yes. you feel like you're being, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's nice having those horses. I really hope they, the, the, as technology advances that we don't lose the horses to some cars, which there's more car, cars as you see. Right. Yeah. You do. I love yeah. horseback riding. So I love it. Good. Love it, love it. The 14 love models it. like come in close into that production line and 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 yeah. the year you know henry ford's working um <laughs> yes. i come from that area so i know um yeah. yeah and i i think you know just going back to the cody like he also had a great moment in the previous christmas episode too building yeah, the did. whole north pole for for his mom and all that oh so, that's right cody has some great moments especially in the the christmas episode so it's a big it's cast great. it's they gotta they yes. it's interesting how they find a way to give everyone a bit of a storyline what's it's a big cast now it keeps growing right so many storylines too and we even getting on to like jesse and clara yeah yes. and team classy and yes, uh, yes, yes. jesse getting tickets to the nutcracker james what are your thoughts of this well you know i'm a fan of this of this duel i've been a fan from the very beginning and of course two actors i love Eva and Aaron. uh the whole thing and here's what's funny i love that the men had to come together um, to dress him, yeah. I thought that was I thought it was such an authentic moment because you know he's a young guy. He wouldn't know if he get dressed up to go to the theater. I mean, he wouldn't know any of that kind of stuff. He doesn't come from that kind of life. And that the guys kind of reluctantly had to come together and still be manly enough to do it, and come together and kind of dress him. I thought that was a great, great male bonding moment. I loved it. Yeah, and it took all of us to come together with our clothes, yes. and everyone had a little piece to. You know, that's how I think life should be. We take care of, you need a, a vill- it takes a village sometimes village. to yeah. go and see the Nutcracker. But um, 
Yeah, I like that we came together to help him like that. Everyone had a little piece to learn. <laughs> yeah, the human puzzle. You had Lee's shoes and cufflinks, your shirt, um, Gowan's coat, and Bill's pants. Like it, those are crazy measurements, but you know, Aaron Buffles, he's a tall guy. He's so. a tall guy. He is, he is tall. Um, I did like that moment, and Clara looked gorgeous in her, oh, her dress. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my goodness, my goodness! But oh, yeah, that that was sweet. And now you know they can have a good Christmas because also, um, Jesse in the previous line just keep going back to the previous Christmas episode. You know, Jesse wanted to do something nice for Clara and buy those gloves, and now he's yeah. stepping his game up for the Nutcracker. So yeah. The, the young, hopefully, it's couple generation, you know. Yeah, hopefully we'll see some more of them. You know, we need to see young love. We need to see some young love on the series, so that'll be nice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, Abigail and all of this, of course, she, one of the characters that who is consistently interacting with everybody uh, in, you know, in, in the show, putting on this Christmas feast, and yet people keep changing the menu on her, and she does not like it. <laughs> this roast she she accidentally lets it burn, and then you know they have to go to Benson Hills get yes. get all the turkey. But to get them to get she, them, unless you end up getting a sausage or something. Salami. So, salami for Christmas. It's a new tradition, and that gets them into the woods to get lost to and break down. Right, right. right. Yeah, we'll definitely get to that. But James, what were your thoughts of uh, Abigail and just her involvement with the everybody in the Christmas, you know, community and that whole meal? That character, Abigail, she must be tired. I mean, she is like everywhere. I mean, she is. I mean, she's with everybody everywhere. She does it so effortlessly and flawlessly. I just love that character so much. Um, and that's why I always tell other, I tell women and girls, watch this show. They show strong women on this show. And Abigail is like one of the strongest. And she has her hands in everything. I mean, she has her hands in everything. And she just, she's wonderful. I and mean, she can do comedy. You know, Lori Lockett can do comedy. She can do dramatic moments. I mean, she just brought it this episode, just like I needed her to for a When Calls a Heart Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, I did. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's so fun to work with, too. She's very present. And uh, uh, one quality you really want in an actor is generosity. And she is very generous. That is for sure. Absolutely, and speaking of comedy, not to completely digress, but the only show I binged over Christmas break was Fuller House, the new season. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah, funny. So I did see a lot of Anne <laughs> Becky this, um, in the past two weeks, too. But, you know, that's just a testament to amazing how Lori is and mm-hmm. her oh, yeah. drama and her character in the show because, yeah, there was comedy with the, the whole roast burning, but also, like, drama and seriousness when she was yeah. helping Elizabeth and all that and getting the girls coming together, putting up the nursery... Delivering um, a baby. <laughs> delivering a baby, which yeah, uh, well, and being so proud, and being so proud of her son. I mean, she you see how she was looking at, at at Cody and some of those scenes. How she was so proud of him that he's growing up to be this this thoughtful young man. You can see that in her performance. Mm. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I did. So before we get more into the the baby, and then obviously the elephant in the room, which we definitely have to get to Elizabeth <laughs> and all of that, just want to take a quick moment to thank you everyone for always tuning in to One Calls the Heart at AfterBuzz TV. Even like no matter what time of the year that you know we cover the episodes, we're two weeks late on the special, <laughs> but we're you know we're we're all different places. James is in Pennsylvania, I was in Illinois. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's holidays, but That's we're right. here. So always. 
uh, thank you always for always tuning in. iTunes, rating, commenting, subscribing there, and also YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, you can check us out and all of our other different genre verticals that we have on our platform. You love us on drama. You probably love our also uh, our other shows like Fuller House. We cover that too on our comedy. You know, so a lot of different genres. Just rate and subscribe and comment, and subscribe to all those verticals as well. And you know, if you have a favorite show, good chances, you know, we cover it. But uh, you know, doing that help just helps us grow the network and bring more after shows to you. So thank you always for, you know, being loyal fans as you are, Hardies. And before we really get into more into this discussion. Paul, you brought your guitar with you. Uh-huh. Like always. <laughs> yeah. Just for James. <laughs> it's for me. It's for me. Yeah, it's, it, it's, for, right. it's for James. Uh, yes. Would you like to perform something? Sure, why not? Yes, this is yeah. a really old... Thank you, Kendall. As we get I, your guitar all strapped from up. From my buddy Kendall, who I've known for ages and ages. Yes, hi, Kendall. Uh, hi, Kendall. <laughs> he's on the sidelines for us. He's on the... He's an amazing musician and... Uh, is here doing some really exciting work with Hans Zimmer. He's a composer, my buddy. Yes. Stop it. I love Hans. Yes. Hans Zimmer. For you. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. It is, right? And uh, yeah. he actually did the music for my short film that I directed and wrote last quarter, like a few months ago. Ken did all my posts, all my music and my sound and, and original score. It kind of sounds like a Doors. Uh, the, yes. The short film I directed and wrote is has a heavy Doors theme, and the main character ends up at, at Jim Morrison's grave in Paris uh, for oh, the climax wow. of the thing, so it's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check wow. that out. Yeah, it's, and I'm going to, uh, once it's going to go to, I can't air it, or I can't put it anywhere, because... Probably This way? Yeah. There we go. There we go. I can't put it out until it's hit... Um, um, some of the shows around the world and some of the festivals. If, if it's out online, you disqualify yourself. So. Ooh, okay. So you have to um, get it into festivals before you can actually let it anybody see it or, or you're disqualified. <laughs> yeah. So it's a journey. Being a director is different than being an actor. You show up and they're like, Mr. Green, where, <laughs> where, would you, where would you like for lunch? And being a director, there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. You're the first one there, the last one to go months before, months Always. after. Always. So this is an old song. Uh, I probably wrote it when I was like 22. And, um, yeah. Okay. All right. I hear that telephone ringing. Let the machine pick it up Cause I'm tired of facing the music I'm tired of all that stuff 22 years old today What do I have to show? I can go anywhere that I want in this world And I'll never feel alone You're my best friend You're my best friend You're 
for my best friend When I'm up, when I'm down When I'm in, when I'm out When I'm fat, when I'm thin When I'm covered in sin When my car's out of gas And I'm low on cash When my faith is dry And I'm wondering why you're my best friend You're my best friend Sleeping in in Paris I got nowhere to go Every bone in my body just wants to run home And spend all Sunday just kicking back Laying outside in your front yard On our backs You're my best friend You're my best friend When I'm up, when I'm down When I'm in, when I'm out When I'm fat, when I'm thin When I'm covered in sin When my car's out of gas And I'm low on cash When my faith is dry And I'm wondering why best friend You're my best friend You're mine When I'm up, when I'm down When I'm in, when I'm out When I'm fat, when I'm thin When I'm covered in sin When my car out of gas and I'm low on cash when my faith is dry and I'm wondering why you're my best friend you're my best friend <laughs> there you go awesome <laughs> yeah Thank you so much, Paul. That was thank you, Kendall. beautiful. Great lyric. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, thank you. always gets a little toasty when you sing and play. <laughs> the, someone turns up, someone goes and finds a thermostat and turns up the heat when you're singing. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's do like, you need more water? It's the same person that steals your left socks. I have my one close to heart <laughs> thermos <laughs> for Philip. But, yeah, that was beautiful. So many hearties are jealous because, you know, I got the best seat in the house. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well, I, I... thank you. It's a very um, old song, but it has a lot of meaning. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Those lyrics are so good, so good, so good. So good. <laughs> so we'll just have to keep having you come back so you can just sing to us. All right. <laughs> deal. Go. Sounds like a deal. Yeah. So uh, Amazing. Love it. Moving on. Uh, Elizabeth. And, I mean, she had arguably the, the best moment in the whole Christmas, you know, episode. Of, of course, well, really, let's start at the beginning with her. Um, she's having all these fun cravings, pregnancy, you know. Yeah, she was having those behind the scenes as well, like phantom rogue uh, <laughs> cravings for pickles and salty things. We're like, you're not pregnant, Aaron. Like, you know, but it's kind of a joke, but she ended up like... 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She she wore I think she really preferred to have a belly than a corset. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, you know, during the interview when I, I, I last talked to her, but um yeah, she said it was easier to move around, it's more fun. And she, yeah. you, know, you can breathe. And a place especially. to put your treats. <laughs> exactly. The, the best moment when she was eating the cookies. I was like, grab your, that's why I said grab your cookies. Um, that was hysterical, um, you know, during, during all that. Because, you know, she, she's eating for two. Just like a, a normal pregnant woman. James, what were your thoughts of seeing pregnant Elizabeth? It looked real. I was like, this is, this is crazy. She looked real like she was pregnant. Um this, I mean, this Aaron's performance, this whole, this, in general, this whole episode, she had to, she had a range of emotions from funny to everything was amazing. Yeah. First of all, just amazing. Uh, her range was amazing, just as always. Um, it was showcasing this episode. Um, but the funny moments, I thought, I, I was waiting to see if there'd be any cravings, what was going to happen, and the looks on her face with Ned Yost, and it's all, it just, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just kind of it's just it's just it's 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 like true to life. I mean, I've been around pregnant people before, and they get weird cravings. I, I love that, love it. And the way she carried herself going down the stairs or walking yes. the, across the town, she's like kind of waddling. Yeah. Like she she's definitely sold it. Definitely looked pregnant. Yes. And we yeah. in want, felt like helping her because she seemed like a pregnant person. <laughs> so we're helping her to craft service to get extra snacks. So funny. Yeah, and oh my goodness. We, we see her walking all around town. I was like, someone should help her. <laughs> she shouldn't keep walking by her herself. But you know, she's a strong, independent woman. She could take care of her. That's right. So, um, and also, they threw in with something that's really real. Um, the mother of one of my daughters hated when people wanted to touch her stomach all the time. And I know for women, a lot of times that's a, that's a thing now. You know, can I touch your stomach? Can I touch your stomach when you're pregnant? <laughs> and just the looks on. On you know Elizabeth's face, like okay, go ahead. You know, she knows they want it. They're being kind, and sure. it's very real. It's very real. Yeah, yeah. She she definitely sold it. And but I also the the real moments were when because we know unfortunately Jack has passed in the whole past finale. Um, he's not here anymore, and we see those real moments where she she's nervous because she has to do this motherhood all by herself mm-hmm. and she misses jack and uh like those those moments i was like oh yeah you're not the only one who misses jack um james your thoughts okay kids the two times i cried this episode were both moments with elizabeth and the first one was when because i loved her the nuances that she that, that that aaron played elizabeth with the not doing the room not doing the nursery yet um, there were a lot of moments she was like, okay, I'll, I'll get up there. And I should go into the room and she just drop off the stuff that was dropped off and kind of like walk out the room. She wasn't enthusiastic about it. Um, so when they finally came and did the room and she says missing one thing and she brought in the picture, I just started sobbing. I, I, just, yeah. I did. I just, I just started crying. I was like, this is because I, you know, I feel, I've lost some people in my life recently also. Mm-hmm. And it, it just touched that because it's, it's supposed to be a happy occasion and it is a happy occasion still, sure. but it's bittersweet. And I think the audience needed that also. I think the Hardys needed that also. And her just putting the picture right there, I was like, "Oh my God, you're killing me now! Now, now you, now you got me!" And I, I, that's the I lost it. Yeah, I think that was the uh, first time. That was the first. That was the first time I, I lost it. Was that moment? I lost it later on a couple of times. That was the first time I lost. Mm-hmm. It. Oh, I'm curious to hear what your second time was. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a real touching moment for everybody. I think the writers did a really great job of, of acknowledging Jack's passing in a way that 
it didn't dwell on it and it didn't move on too quickly. Like I really, I think they really spent the right time in the right places with how there's in these little moments where she's like, I miss Jack. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to not rush through that, but it's also important not to dwell on it and allow her to move on. So I think that that was the, that was not an easy line to walk. And I really think that the writers found a way to do that. To find to to give a little bit of everything to everyone, so they could mourn a bit and also be ready to move on quickly, not so quickly that you don't honor what a char- that character and also that the, mm-hmm. who he was for Elizabeth and as a, but but they did a really good job of of walking that line. I find absolutely. I completely agree with everything Paul said. I completely agree that line mm-hmm. is a very fine line uh, uh, and an know. awkward yeah. line, like not not your out not the easiest thing to manage, and it, it was I thought it was done really well. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Completely agree. And I mean, and speaking of honoring Jack, unfortunately, during the whole winter storm to get caught up in, I mean, the baby comes. She goes into labor early, a whole month early, which is why a lot of parties were wondering, including myself, were like, how does that fit in the timeline? Because they did reveal during uh, Hardy's family reunion four during the interviews that we would see a baby, and we were all wondering how. That's a little too early. <laughs> oh, yeah, get caught in a winter storm. Yeah, that that'll put you into stress and labor. Yeah, well, they crashed the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. But little baby Jack is now here. He has arrived. James, your thoughts on the baby Jack? Here we go. This is the part that made me okay. So I'm going to do something right now that I think it's. It just, it, it, see, what calls heart just so relatable. Like, it just falls into it. My daughter, Monica, is turning 30 in a couple of days. I know I have a 30-year-old daughter. It's crazy. Oh. Um, and over the holiday, she got engaged to her longtime boyfriend. And, uh, and I, always, I was telling her the story because I'm going to actually officiate the wedding. They asked me to marry them. And it was a very touching moment. And I always tell her, I said, when you were born, when I had you, I, already, I loved you from when I thought you were coming. But when I had you in my arms... I completely fell in love and I didn't even know what that, it's just, a, it's a feeling that I can't even compare to anything else. And the line that Elizabeth says to Abigail about, she knew it'd be, you know, it'd be great, but this is like amazing. I'm like, I was just crying a baby. I was crying for all the time. She, she conveyed that so well that now she has this baby and mm-hmm. it's like no other feeling in the world. It's mm-hmm. just no, there's no other feeling in the world. And, and she's a piece of Jack with her, obviously, and it's yeah. because of her, but I can, right now I'm relating to this, going back to the whole baby thing and my daughters. I just, it's just I, I cried so much. I thought it was just a great, just a great line and a great scene. Awesome. Um, after all that drama. Yeah, and and Paul, you're a father. Yeah, I'm sure. And just uh, as a parent, Ted, did you um, relate to the scene now, seeing like a baby <laughs> come into? I don't know. He's my son's 15 and a half, so we're dealing with getting a learner's permit and like. Uh, <laughs> How so the, the the baby phase seems to be, but you know, um, I have a my was wife, my ex, and she, uh, has two little ones that I have the privilege of spending some time with. So one's hmm. almost two, and the other's just a couple months. So, um, Alakai was born then. So yeah, it, it, it's I I love kids, but my son's well, fifteen and long past. You actually it brought you back to the moment, hey, uh, of having your little daughter. Maybe girls are different because all I remember I like, is as soon as my son it, was it, old it, enough to play it, with I, me, I had boys, I had two girls. So, but it did right. bring me, it did bring me back. Just watching that scene about being so euphoric, 
yeah. of having this baby. How incredible this! It's a miracle to have a baby. Yeah. I, I praise all women who give birth. I praise all women who do that. Mm. It's a miracle. I was there. I saw the birth. I saw how it works, and it's a miracle. A baby comes out alive. Yeah. Um, so to see this cute little baby, which the baby on the show is cute too, uh, it took me right back. Yeah. There's nothing like there's nothing like it being a parent. That's for sure. Yeah. I was so sure, or I, maybe I just convinced myself that you, your character Carson, was going to be so involved in the, the baby <laughs> delivery, and I'm like, Me too. did not see it this that it would be delivered this way. Yeah, Didn't no, think it was, it. I think it was a good twist for everyone, yeah. even me. When I was first reading the script, I'm like, there's a baby born, and I didn't do it. So what happened here? I guess it's Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky, <laughs> which is actually oh. like the most fitting, I, I think. You know, to have the women come together and help bring this child into the world. I think it was very needed. Yeah, it was a sweet moment with them out there, for sure. It just shows, again, just show these women are strong. They're as strong, if not stronger than the men. They're just as strong on the show. And it showed that. They didn't, they didn't falter. They found shelter, and, they, and her and Rosemary, my girl, um, they were there for the birth of this baby. And it, yeah. just, it just it just goes to show what what kind of show this is that they yeah. give women strength also. Yeah. I love it. So it'll be fun to see how Elizabeth and just like you said earlier, it takes a village to to raise a child. It'll, it'll be fun to see how Elizabeth raises this baby, you know, on her own with everybody else there. Oh yeah, but, well you got a whole season, season for that. Six. Yeah. <laughs> you got a whole season to see how this baby grows up and um, who gets to help. Um, Elizabeth, because she's now she also has to be a teacher and mm-hmm. a parent. That's right, and a part of the community. So it, yeah, I mean the, the the community gets to come together a lot in this season to help each other. Yeah, absolutely. I just want I, I, I want to give an honorable mention to um, again a person who's with everybody also, and that's Rosemary. Rosemary. She's all over the campus also in this episode, and. I thought the cutest moment that actually brought unexpectedly brought me tears to my eyes a little bit because I guess because I do have daughters was the scene with the three girls each wearing one of her dresses. They came yeah. down the stairs and it was such a cute little scene. Yeah. And she goes, well, you're Christmas past. You're a friend. I, mean, I started tearing up for some reason. I'm like, maybe because I have daughters. Maybe it's that time of the year. Ah. I don't know. Um, it hit me. I was like, I loved that scene. And we're seeing how far Rosemary's character has just come from, from when she first came on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so involved, and I did love that moment too. You know, wearing all the wardrobes because I just thought she's going to be a good mom when that day oh, yeah. comes with her, her and Lee. And mm-hmm. It's like hey, she'll be a great mother, um, and I loved I it because even the last Christmas special, like she she was organizing the town events, and same thing with this season. You know, bringing together everybody, putting up de- decorations. She she played a pivotal role. And even, you know, setting up the nursery for Elizabeth. Like, she was everywhere as well. Everyone has storylines in this episode. Yeah, Yeah, she was everywhere. Yeah. This cast is big, isn't it? It's a big cast right now, it seems like. Yeah, it's true. It's ensemble. It's true. Try and find a trailer to to live in for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Also, my question, Paul, to you this season, because we saw a little bit of it last season, and we also had Andrea on our show. Oh, did you? Nurse Faith, yes. Oh, she was in town, right? Uh, no, she actually Skyped in like ah. James is doing right now. But she was on our wedding, the, the wedding episode with Jack and Elizabeth. But we were, were just wondering, and what you can and can't tell us, so not to spoil anything, where is Carson and Faith heading in season six? 
Well, it's not much of a spoiler. They show us walking together, and they have, throughout the season, seen a fair bit of us doing scenes together. So I think it's pretty safe to say that that, that you'll see a good amount of us together on the screen, but I'm not going to give away to you what happens. Okay. Yeah, you don't want fair. that. You think you no, do, course. but you really don't. You, it's more fun to, to imagine what happens mm-hmm. and then be surprised. And um, There's some adventures that we get to go on, though, that's for sure. Oh, adventures. adventures. Adventures and, yeah, and we were able to share some of it through social media. Like, we were on horses and on, and on picnics, and we did a few. We had a, I, had a, I got the chance. She's a lovely person and a terrific actor as well, so I got to, it was a, it was a good part of the first part of the season I had to spend, I got to spend with her. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Love her, love her, love her, love her, yeah. love Andrea. We love her, the yeah. love her. We always get to sing, yeah. too, which I love on our days or our time off in between. Sometimes they schedule it where we're in an early scene, and then we have breaks. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, we we get together and sing sometimes with my guitar. And Jack Wagner's next door with his guitar. It's like the battle of the guitars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, p- people in the live chat are actually asking, like, how often do you sing with, with Jack? Not very often. Mm-hmm. Once in a w- terrible uh, winter storm when we were uh, stuck in traffic going from work into Vancouver. And then being, I hear him next door, but we're sometimes in between things. So I, not that much. Once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. But that another reason why we should have the musical episode so we can see everyone sing. Everybody right? sings. Just throwing yes. that out there. Yeah. it into the universe. So yeah, happen. why not? Yes, yes, yes. There you go. So wrapping up this episode, Paul, what was your favorite part of the Christmas special? My favorite part, I think, was working with Millie. That she's such a great, just looking into her eyes, and I'm like, you've got some bright eyes. When I was looking at her, and 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 then I was trying to make her laugh, and in one of the rehearsals, I made her laugh, and I was like, see, you can, you can talk. I know, or I like barked, or I made some sort of a that that those scenes with her were really, really sweet. And then just um, being on the horses, I think, being out. In nature, uh, like I w- like we were with Jack and Calvin looking for the miracle Christmas baby and the girls, uh, being out and doing take after take, and we had to make all that snow. None of that was real, and it looked so good. I was so impressed with the how yeah. our snow team was on point. Man, this this looked amazing. Our the snow it looked so good. Yes, it did, and I just came from Illinois, so like I I know what snow looks like. <laughs> Um, but also because the the Christmas special was actually filmed later, like you because usually yeah, right. you film it in the summer, but it was filmed in October. Thank God during the whole reunion. So how was, was that for you? As nice, an nice to be cold when it's cold and not have to be sweating. Like it's it was great. It was nice to be in the feeling of like you know we have to act cold even if it's like a hundred degrees out. So mm-hmm. to be able to actually be cold was able to sell the snow a little bit. <laughs> so it helped. <laughs> it was nice. It was just, and the feeling was there, the nostalgic feeling not to be in the middle of August and right. pretending that we're in Christmas land. Like 90 degree weather. Which we always have to do for Christmas <laughs> movies anyway. Yeah. The set looked gorgeous though Did. when we were there for HFR 4. Yeah. Big shout out to those, how hard they worked our set deck team and our our whole props team. Everyone with the work that they do with the time that they do because the scripts come in and then we got to turn it around sometimes really um, fast and they do it and they make it look like that where it's yeah. just, you know, there's a few episodes where they 
where they build certain things where you're just like, how long did it take you to build that? And they were like a day and a half and you would take most of us like six months to build it. They're very fast. Right. Fast turnaround. Especially because, you know, you're, you're filming an, an hour and a half worth of an episode and you got to do it quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, true. I loved it. And it all turned out amazing. I, I loved this episode. James, what were your thoughts of, you know, the final thoughts of this episode? Once again, I always say this every year. It's like comfort food, and it's completely gives you everything you need, and it's nice. It's easily digestible, and it's it gives you a message. It's positive. We had some we had some drama. We had some comedy. Mm-hmm. We had kids. We had adults. I mean, it's just like I said, we had some diversity. It was great. I loved. It. I thought once again, it was everything that I hoped it would be. And you know, a lot of series lose momentum as they kind of, you know, stay on the air season after season. No, I think we're picking up momentum. It feels like things are getting even, like, uh, more emotion, more depth, and more people are finding their characters in the writing, I think, is is really strong. And and I think you're right. This does not have the feeling of losing momentum. And especially... I've seen some cuts of the earlier parts of the episodes in the season, and they're terrific. Hearing you speak about comfort food makes me so hungry. I'm on day <laughs> I'm on day two of a water fast. I'm on a ten day fast, like oh, wow. like a, a, a New Year's. Um, just it's a it's a really and there's a group of us doing it together, so I'm not alone. My partner's doing it, and then a, a group of us. So this is day two, and just. As you said, comfort food, I like imagined my mouth started to actually water. Oh, no. So I shouldn't talk about like biscuits and gravy from Bob Evans or like some big, um, juicy oh, these aren't steak working. with like, you know, I shouldn't say any of that kind of stuff. I'm right? just kidding. I don't want to hear him talk oh. about <laughs> <laughs> I we Sorry, I missed that. Music. You look good, man. Good to talk to you. I love your, <laughs> I love your final thoughts other than the comfort food. And that's, that's how I feel about. I mean, it, this 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 show is really good, and it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's really nice show, and it gives you a little bit of everything. And I think people, I mean, it, just, it was great for Christmas Eve, Christmas sure. Day night, great show for Christmas that's, Day night. It's, I love that yeah. they have it then, and it got really really great ratings. I'm not sure if you guys it saw did. that. Yes, yeah. It did. Yes, it did. So and and it was fun for us. We had a big Christmas dinner, and then we watched it, and then we opened presents. Or did we open presents first? No, we opened presents first, and then we then we watched it. It was great. It was a fun thing to do with the whole family. Yeah, yeah. I was with my family, and then after everyone has stuffed their faces with the all the Italian food from my family, we I actually got my mom and sister to watch the this Christmas special with me. Oh right. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're watching one calls the heart, obviously. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, it was great. And it was limited commercials. I liked the way it that it was. It yes. you know, it went fast though. It, it did. did. Yeah. It did. It did. Just mm. like this after show. <laughs> We're at the end. We're at the end. But before we go, we have our one last final segment, which is predictions. Predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Thanks, James. He's not in the studio, but he still does it. Love it. Love it. So James, go. Predictions. My one my really one big prediction is gonna be that Elizabeth will not have a relationship this season. Yeah. I think this season is going to be all about her finding her way as a, as a single parent and as, and as a working single woman in, at that time period. So I think it's going to be all about her figuring that out this season. That's my big prediction. Yeah, absolutely. And, Paul, I know you can't really <laughs> predict anything I predict, for us. I predict aliens. 
I, I'm aliens. predicting that at some point there will be an invasion of aliens in Old Valley. <laughs> oh, no. uh, alternate. This is a sci-fi show, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> On a vertical network, so you can find our sci-fi. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have a prediction per se, but it's more kind of a wish that I want to see. And I mentioned earlier that it involves Gowan, but I thought, how great would it be if Gowan adopted Millie and Charlotte? Ah. Because they looked amazing together. Like, Gowan could be a father figure, especially because they, quote-unquote, looked, he looked like their father. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I could see this. If you if you want to build a redemption store for Gowan, uh-huh. adapt two kids, and then, boom, you have me. I'm set. I can't wait to see what's coming for, uh, for Gowan. I mean, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> but that's, obviously, that's not a prediction. That's definitely uh-huh. a wish. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. Yeah, and I agree, James. I don't think uh, Elizabeth is going to be in a relationship, per se, because we have two guys, two new guys coming to mm-hmm. the show as well. And she also mentioned that, no, they're friends, quote-unquote, friends. So I think it'll, it'll mostly just be Elizabeth and the baby this season and everybody else involved, That's right. too. All right, and yeah, the premiere of season six is Sunday, February 24th, and our after show will be Monday, February 25th. That's right. So there we're coming back, season six, Hardy. So put that in your calendar. I'm sure you guys are already have that uh-huh. set. But thank you so much for joining us once again, Paul. You're welcome. It is so great to have you. In the studio. Nice to be back in the Bumblebee Studio. Absolutely. <laughs> in the meantime, where can everyone keep following you in upcoming projects? And On Instagram, it's Paul Green Official, and everywhere else, it's Paul Green Media. Is it? Wait, no, it's Paul Green Official on Facebook and Instagram, and then it's mm-hmm. Paul Green media on twitter i think just search for paul green it'll pop up in google yeah there you go (laughs) you guys know where to follow him and james where can everyone follow you first of all paul thanks for doing this with us you're a great guy thanks for doing this you're i'm so glad you're here i was like bummed when they said you weren't here and then you redeemed yourself (laughs) (laughs) and that's always my hope for everybody folks you can follow me everywhere on social media at james lock jr we're all james lock juniors are sold at james lock jr I made it super simple for you, and I have a new video on YouTube, uh, James Lott Jr., um, or GLJ Media, that mm-hmm. has talks about what's been going on with me for the last six months, so you uh, want to see that. And I will be back for the after show, folks. Just God willing and health willing, I will be back for the after show in February. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You speedy, better be back. Speedy recovery, whatever you're going through. Oh, it's Bell's palsy. I mean, I've been recovering from Bell's palsy. My okay. face is paralyzed for two months. Oh, wow. And, looks and great I, now. Look better. You look, no, you look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm losing, I lost 60 pounds in the last year. Wow. So I'm really working on my health, and that's what I've been in Pittsburgh, relaxing and kind of recuperating. So. 60 it's pounds. It's a tough road, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And the Hardys have been wonderful. The Hardys have been so supportive to me, so thank you. That's what, yeah. they, that's what they do. Yep. I can't wait to see you again, James, when you're in the studio yep. next to me yep. once again, because I haven't seen you in forever. But everyone, right, thank you for joining us once again for our mm-hmm. Christmas special. You can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Tune in February 25th for our Season 6 premiere episodes. And thanks, everyone. We will see you next time. Thank you, Hardys. I love you so much. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.